welcome to the We Talk Health podcast, the official podcast for West Tennessee Healthcare. Please be advised that this podcast is not intended to replace any medical advice. Always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Nothing said in this podcast is intended to supersede or supplement the direction of your medical caretakers. If you have any questions, please reach out to us at wetalkhealthpodcast at gmail.com and we will do our best to answer any questions you may have. Welcome to another episode of We Talk Health. My name is Will Cashagro, and joining me today is Dr. Christopher Welsh. He is an OBGYN doctor here at Jackson Madison County General Hospital and is also the chair of the Education Committee. Dr. Welsh, how are you? I'm great. It's great to see you. Well, great thanks to see so much you. for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for coming on. So, obviously, COVID is the talk of the town. And, you know, we're not going to say anything today that hasn't already been said about Absolutely. a million times, but we're going to do it anyway. <laughs> so I mentioned that you're an OBGYN doctor. So today we're, we're mainly going to be talking about what it's like delivering babies in the midst of a pandemic, Certainly. which I'm not a parent, so I can't speak to this. But surely people who have given birth during this pandemic have had all kinds of anxieties and rightfully so. Mm-hmm. So if you would, just tell me a little bit about yourself and then maybe how long you've been delivering and how long you've been here. And I've got several questions that some mothers have sent in that I'm going to ask you. Yeah. So as you said, I'm an OBGYN. I work at the Jackson Clinic. I've been in Jackson for 21 years now. I was born and raised in Chicago, although I hope no one holds that against me. And uh, I (laughs) can't believe I delivered my first baby in 1990. So um, yeah, that's kind of a a strange way of, of uh, recognizing how old I deny that I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. That's awesome. Glad, obviously, you've been here for a while, but we're certainly glad to have Good have you here in Jackson. Uh, I've heard your name more times than I can count from people who have either met you professionally or just know you in the community. So it's an honor to have you in today. So yeah, I've got several questions that I'd like to ask you, just kind of based on some questions that mothers have sent in. In regards to COVID, so what are some of the precautions that OBs are taking to help prevent the spread of COVID-19 when they're in the hospital delivering? Sure. Well, let's actually break it down into two locations, both in the office and at the hospital. Okay. So, for example, in the office, we are limiting time in our waiting rooms by having patients wait in their vehicles. We're following social distancing protocols while they're in the office. We have universal mask wearing for all staff and patients, okay. frequent cleaning of all surfaces, and then the availability of telehealth for those that are ill. So individuals who may be sick with COVID or concerned about other things can actually uh, do a video conference with us and have care without them having to come to the office. That's perfect. I know telehealth kind of started, I think, end of March for for West Tennessee Healthcare. And I, I'm sure it's been utilized more than I even realized. So that's, that's amazing. And let me address the hospital too while we're at it, Will. Because sure. of the hospital, similar precautions, routine use of mask wearing and those precautions like we do in the office, there are special protocols for mothers who do end up delivering while acutely infected with COVID, mm-hmm. dedicated rooms, things like that. And that's designed to protect both the staff and the other patients. Gotcha. That's amazing. So the vaccine is a pretty big buzzword at the moment. <laughs> those are being rolled out to certain people in the community. If the mother has an option of getting the vaccine right now, should she take that while she's pregnant? That's a very complicated question. It actually was made even more complicated as recently as yesterday. Awesome. So what the professional <laughs> societies are saying, ACOG, the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists, mm-hmm. and a group we call SMUFM, 
SMFM, the Society for Maternal Fetal Medicine. What they're saying is that a pregnant woman should not be denied the vaccination based on the fact that she is pregnant. However, she does need to be informed that there's absolutely no data whatsoever to show the safety or efficacy or how effective it is sure. of this vaccine in pregnant women. What made this complicated is just yesterday, the World Health Organization, the WHO, came out with a statement that said that they don't encourage pregnant women to get the vaccination, although they do still encourage women that are breastfeeding to do so. So that's created a little bit of consternation. But as of now, the current recommendations are if a pregnant woman wants to get the vaccination, she should not be denied that. She just needs to be informed about the absence of data that we have right now. Gotcha. Now, with so many women being exposed to COVID in pregnancy, I anticipate we'll have a fairly large data set fairly soon. Sure. So we'll be able to make some conclusive scientific recommendations, but all that information is just being compiled right now. Okay. So it's all just kind of up in the air, yes. really, really based on just a lot mother, of things we don't know. Right. And kind of based if the mother wants it or not. So. Correct. So will my baby contract the virus while they are in the hospital? Good question. I'm sure there's a lot of moms that are concerned about that. It's highly unlikely. But it's, for safety, it's important to maintain vigilance and precautions no matter what environment you're in. Sure. Let's say I'm pregnant and, well, not me. Let's say my wife is pregnant and she <laughs> contracts COVID-19. How does that affect the baby? Or yeah, does it? Yeah, we're still learning a lot about that, although it appears at this time that babies continue to do very well. You know, there might be some additional surveillance for babies, for moms that get COVID, and then further management based on those findings. But there are very few standardized recommendations at this time, okay. just because we don't have a lot of data to guide us. Okay, so what are some precautions I should take? Uh, after my baby is born so that my, my baby doesn't contract the virus. Should family members be encouraged to take the vaccine or stay home, just kind of stay away from the baby, just do like FaceTime or Zoom visits with the baby? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, universal precautions are the best measures for both mom and baby. Mask wearing, frequent hand washing, diligent social distancing, and avoiding those who may be sick. You know, in terms of the non-pregnant population, mm -hmm. all individuals are currently encouraged to get the vaccine when it's available to them, with the exception of those that have certain reactions like hypersensitivity reactions. Okay. This applies to the Moderna and the Pfizer vaccines, but I haven't seen any recommendations for the other vaccines like the AstraZeneca Oxford vaccine, gotcha. which is currently released in other countries and being evaluated by the FDA here. Can you get the vaccine if you're breastfeeding? Absolutely. Both the WHO, the World Health Organization, and ACOG, the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists, support this. But okay. again, we just have to let those moms know there's very little data, however, of the safety of it in breastfeeding. Gotcha. So I have had lots of anxieties uh, of not being able to do the quote-unquote normal things with my baby, and I feel that I have higher chance for postpartum depression. What are some ways that I can prevent or combat that? That's very important. And staying well-connected with your support system, even by video, can mm -hmm. be very, very helpful. Staying active and getting in rest as much as you can with a newborn is also important. And it's also critical to let your doctor or midwife know if you're developing postpartum mood changes or symptoms of depression, as there are a number of medical therapies that can be helpful with that. Can you kind of give me some examples of some of those therapies or just ways people can, can battle? So there's uh, counseling-based therapy. There's medical-based therapies, either a category of medications called serotonin reuptake inhibitors that can be used for a variety of different conditions. Okay. There are other hormone-based therapies that some individuals have found to be very helpful. So there are a number of options. Okay. Another question is, I was terrified that my baby would contract COVID just by the nurses that rotated in and out of the hospital while I was there. Those anxieties heightened when my baby was taken to the nursery. So I guess, can you speak to that a little bit of how people 
Certainly. don't need to be as anxious about it. I mean, that is a completely legitimate concern. Sure. The nurses at the hospital and the other staff are being very diligent in those protective precautions for babies. Mm -hmm. So again, as I mentioned earlier, it's highly unlikely that a baby would get COVID in a hospital. And part of that is simply because of all the rigorous protocols they follow to protect all the patients. So will I be separated from my baby if I deliver while I have COVID? Another very important question. The answer is absolutely not. Okay. Babies are allowed to room in with their mothers and one support person, even if the mom is acutely suffering from COVID. We actually just did a podcast about baby friendly and what that means for yes. the hospital. So yes. if you're interested in learning more about baby friendly, you can check out that podcast. I'll link that in the description below. Maybe even normal times and then COVID times, when is an acceptable time frame for people to come uh, around a newborn baby? So, you know, well, there's no clear guidance on that. So it's really whatever a patient feels comfortable with, although this is a time to be overly cautious. What's very interesting, in some cultures, there has historically been a six to 12 month period where mother and baby stay away from public interactions. And this existed long before the pandemic. Oh, wow. So again, an abundance of caution is wise. And then the last one I have is, should you be in somewhat of a quarantine while you're pregnant, just to limit the amount of contact you have so you don't take the risk of contracting COVID-19? You know, that's a difficult one, is we can't live in a bubble, but right. we also have to be wise. As we discussed previously, consistent mask wearing, frequent hand washing, and diligent social distancing, like limiting attendance at large concentrated gatherings, are some of your best defenses. The CDC, the Centers for Disease Control, mm -hmm. also recommends some extra vitamins during pregnancy. So zinc, the dosage of which is 11 milligrams a day, okay. and vitamin D, the dosage of which is 4,000 international units a day. The zinc dose, which is recommended by the NIH, may already be in the prenatal vitamin, so a woman can check to make sure that's there, but most of the time the vitamin D needs to be purchased separately. Well, that's really all the questions that I had from the mothers, uh, so thank you for, for answering My those. My pleasure. Thank you, Will. Yes, sir. Uh, well, Dr. Welsh, thanks so much for coming in today. This has been insanely informative, and uh, mothers, support people out there. If you're listening and you have concerns or questions, Dr. Welsh, is there a number somebody could call or a website they could check out? Certainly. So there's a variety of websites. We actually have a YouTube channel, which has a video on COVID-19 and pregnancy. It was kind of an early video, so the okay. information today would be additional. The YouTube channel is uh, Women's Health Media. So if you go to YouTube, type in Women's Health Media, that's women's with an E, you'll see a pink logo with what looks like a finger over an iPad. And there are videos there on all sorts of topics in pregnancy, including COVID-19. Uh, the ACOG website, the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists, which is ACOG, A-C-O-G dot O-R-G, can have a lot of helpful information. And I'm not certain, but there may also be helpful information on the West Tennessee Healthcare website as well, which is W-T-H dot O-R-G. That's right. And listeners, I will link all of those sites that he just mentioned below. Great. Dr. Welsh, thanks so much for coming in. It's fantastic to see you as always. Thanks, and this has, been, this has been another episode of We Talk Health.